0: extra special episode of Detroit Dart Talk, where we are bringing you the finest foam-flinging news. We have a a full crew in the house today. Uh, This right here, Eric, we have Adam, Tim, Tom, and our special guest, Jesse from Project FDL. Say hey, Jesse.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: All right. And uh, it's been a while since we've had the full group together. You guys have had some good battles, some some socially distant, but, uh, you know, Enjoyable uh, basement, backyard, indoor, outdoor battles, and uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't really played at all. I haven't done a damn thing. In I'm terms sorry. Of, In terms of actual nerfing, you are always we are, welcome. We are
2: sh- you are always welcome to come up to our events.
0: No, no, I'm not actually welcome in that state. <laughs> they they don't let me back there anymore. Not uh, because of COVID. Yeah. And, well, yeah. I didn't want to tell him that, but you you let the cat out of the bag, so can't do anything about it now. Um, but Jesse's been, uh, you know, he's been busy. He's been working on a few things, um, which we're going to hear about today, and we're going to talk all about it. But uh, to start it off, you guys want to talk about what projects you've been working on? What your uh, what your special uh, special you know interests have been lately? I know Adams has been working on a few things.
3: Is this where I talk about the things I've been working on? Yeah. If you want? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just completed completed uh an f-tech one the foam technician um short this blaster's got a lot of wacky things going on it uh so it's got a turnaround so the plunger tube is below the factory brass barrel uh it's mag and grip it's got slam fire it's got a collapsible stock hits around 200 fps on a 13 kg spring uh half dart only and he's got a it's got like this quarter turn or half turn muzzle thing on it and he's going to be releasing like this integral scar thing for it soon so uh i'm running a nifty site with a super nifty cover that our own uh eric designed um so i've been having fun with this thing this it uses a just a shit ton of like toy screws like i think there's like four six eight ten and twelve millimeter ones and there's like 70 plus of them um wow so it works very well and it's very solid uh i i just like building blasters from a design perspective just to see how other designers do what they do because a lot of times these things are designed in vacuum and it's like i would have never thought to do something this way or man that sucks and i wish i you know they should have done it differently Anyways, yeah, so that, uh, designed my own Scar Barrel. That'll hopefully be out. Soon.
0: Let me ask and, you a few um, questions about the F-Tech before you, okay. before you start, yeah. you know, talking about old, old field design, OFD designs. Ooh. Did I get the name wrong?
3: <laughs> I, I, I called it old fusion designs cause I didn't want to like put my name on it, but it's definitely old field
0: designs.
3: Um, I will v- transition v- my trash branding to OFD so people don't know of its cheesiness.
0: Is it OFD design? Is it OF design?
3: Just OFD.
0: Gotcha. So, (laughs) the, but the F tech, it's, it's built more like a toy. So, is it, is it two shells? How does that go together?
3: Um, yeah. It's like you build the whole mechanism, like you build the plunger tube, like carrier thing and like the magazine internals and the breech part and all that. All that, like, is pretty much like self contained. And then you, like, slide a rear shell over the back and you slide the front shell over the front and then like the actual pump grip itself bolts on from the outside and um like like that's it it's basically like an internal main block then it's a grip and it's like two main shells um but yeah it's it's interesting it's not two halves the shells are very much like rectanguloid shapes that take over a day each to print Ooh. um yeah it's 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 she's a chonker too man this thing is like very thick like in terms of weight well especially
2: when but. compared to the Blast blaster you built the links which is yeah super
3: sleek i mean in, in a lot of ways the links and the f-tech share a lot in common I mean, obviously when you've got the floating catch thing and the turnaround that pretty easily allows for slam fire um which is brilliant and it's like, by the way
2: I, I don't understand why more people haven't done that design
3: yeah no it's uh it's it's phenomenal for packaging um but no it's it's uh it's, it's a neat, it's a neat blaster. Like it's not maybe the smoothest to prime, but it's also, it's a very short prime and it's a 13 kg spring. So that's what whatever, that's stronger than a K26. The K26 is somewhere like what, 11 and a half to 12 kg or something, depending on your length and your compression and stuff. Um, so yeah. And the other option was like a 16 kg spring. Which I think puts it at like two thirty to two fifty FPS or something. You're topping but, out. These are custom springs, uh, springs,
0: right? You, you only have those options FPS there.
3: Yeah, he's looking at like a kitten spring or something to like bring it down a little bit. Um, but I, I don't really know why he didn't offer like a more standard barrel option because it's like the brass barrel is neat and stuff. But like I I I personally hate working with brass. I think brass is crappy and i mean it's 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 good yeah it's fragile it dents easily uh it core samples very well you know (laughs) so
0: tim was calling me out on the damn core sample yesterday (laughs)
3: he he saw the core sampler in the background of a picture and and
0: just felt the need out of context to be like core sampler
4: (laughs) i mean the context context is eric maimed a child <laughs>
3: maimed the kid Slaughtered lived watered a child kid, F- so okay. a okay. kid was totally fine so what what was Eventually. the flesh composition of that kid mostly meat after <laughs> you took out okay all right good
0: it, it remained meat afterwards as well oh yes uh. but but about the about the f-tech yeah which i i realize we we haven't said the proper name it's the f-tech one by foam technician yes
3: yeah yep technician technicians got some neat, neat designs. Uh, honestly, it's it's been a very exciting year for new designs coming out. Well, nobody's playing, uh, but we, everybody's we talk designing it. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, the next end war is going to be a friggin' bloodbath with all of the firepower everybody's going to have. Yeah. It's crazy.
4: Now, you see, there's going to be a lot of firepower, but I feel like people aren't going to know what how to, like, use the blasters effectively in nerf, no. like,
3: no, Not at all. Well, and, like, everybody's in this episode.
4: There's be a lot of people being salty about their blasters, being just like, can I-? Like, the F-Tech is trash. I brought it to Endor, and I got tagged first round because of a bush zombie. Why, yeah. yeah. why don't the guards home into
0: bush zombies? <laughs> you know what's bush not bush trash, bush. though? What? The brand, new, the brand new hotness oh. from our from our guest, Jesse. Wait,
1: I thought you guys had to go, like, fully around the horn and all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, We've only gotten to Adam.
3: He bush-zombied bush him with the... I, I bush-zombied you. Okay.
0: <laughs> i just i just wanted you guys to know that that is in case you're in case you're just getting into this this we are here to talk about some new hotness with, which we're going to get to here so just let's tease it let's tease it sorry sorry back to back to the uh the conversation about adam you know whatever adam the hell wants to talk about who cares go ahead
3: <laughs> the lukewarmness of the f tech yeah it was it was whatever uh yep that, so so that's it about the f tech hopefully i'll um get it to some folks so they can mess around with it or hate it or like it um, i i have cool, to say cool build.
2: like i i've looked a little bit into it and i'm not really interested yet so yeah i'm no, sure i'll hate it the next time i see Yeah, you, i'll I'm have sure to will play fear. around with it a little
4: yeah. bit but it just doesn't seem like something i would enjoy I, being i'm being honest I'm, I, it
2: seems like a really high
0: fps blaster or like a it's it's really small so it's compact smg-esque yeah. and it, it, it's high FPS for a small, for like close quarters.
2: You know, normally you finish building the new hotness and then like two days later, the next thing comes out and you're like, man, I, sh- I should have done that instead. Yeah, I did not have that after building the links and then seeing the f which is-, is So
3: weird. it's 17 inches, no, or like 16 and three quarter inches from like the muzzle, which can be removed to the back of the fully collapsed stock. I, I, I kind of see this as- all right. So if we're looking at um, re- like 200 plus FPS blasters, like the ideal versions of each mag placement, right? In terms of Springer, like the links to me is like Pinnacle, Bullpup, uh, efficiency and well-built. Uh, the mag and grip offering, the f is pretty good, uh, all things considered. And I'm very excited about the Gavin Fuzzy SBL, which would kind of be my ideal mag in front of grip blaster in terms of uh that class right are you um, definitely getting one absolutely well i mean if yeah Gav- i know that gavin's doing like an internship so he's like kind of busy he said uh, how old is uh, he said he's still in school i think he said he's going to graduate next year really um <laughs> yeah i think he's a mechanical engineer um that would make sense but yeah yeah so I-, I couldn't imagine like doing all this stuff in college like doing an internship and then going to classes and also like slinging kits like hot shit on the side yeah, like I, man, I would his, not want to be manufacturing stuff like that
0: his hustle game is strong and also he's figured out how to produce hardware like custom hardware while still in school so that's
3: yeah I, I i mean i understand like the singapore area is very like strong with nerf stuff like at least like Piggy's group and stuff like i think they've got yeah. like 15 or 20 guys that whenever a new blaster comes out like they order like 15 kits pretty much every time um and just have them like on
1: fire
2: right now yeah we've been well, selling i think what contributes to it
4: is you can't you can't own like anything other than nerf in singapore
2: yeah didn't they even like get rid yeah. of the gel blasters over there
4: um i think they can but i think it's like it's airsoft it's um it's nerf and gel blasters and that's it
0: so i thought I china, can... china got rid of so china got rid of gel blasters ah okay and i don't know if that applies to territory what but
4: i don't think china singapore is. is a territory of china
0: <laughs> right i don't think they are i just meant like um
4: we just, we just Kong, don't
1: know just i'm pretty sure America. singapore is like covid free right now too which is and they're playing a ton
0: yeah, yeah they're all like happy must healthy nice. isolated enjoying life good for them
2: it's good um, so,
0: by the way ju- we we didn't say it clearly but what the blaster we were just talking about is in released blaster is the spanth but long is that what Avenue. it stands
2: for? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Is ah,
3: it is that actually? Is that really. It's,
0: it's actually no. it's actually stands for the spanth but long. So it's
3: an I acronym you with an acronym. <laughs> you're shitting me.
0: No, no it's I did it's not the actual, know that. Yeah. And it comes in a half and a full-length variant. Yeah. Um, I,
3: I thought that was a joke. Oh, that, yeah, me know, too. That's it's, hilarious. It's the actual name. I've it's talked awesome. to him several times and somehow that's never come up. I just thought, like, oh, I just chose the acronym. Wow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Really that's so, like, <laughs> wow.
4: That's, I don't even know, but that's just hilarious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It even has That's, a little. It it hasn't like an homage to the spamph, The the front of the magwell, and I believe even the shape of the magwell is that spam detail that he's got. Where uh, it's that, that the kind triggers
3: of almost exactly the same too go i think i'll try and
0: it's and... like a talon claw class blaster but it's it's built in a very sturdy way and it it's built, built with it's it's just it's built yeah so you could think of like s- short smaller than caliber and Plunge and spring and uh high efficiency and, though it's very efficient yep. and sturdy so that helps it a yeah. lot
3: yeah i dropped a picture in the thing you can see the half dart and full dart version and uh yeah it's got like some spamfing details and like the trigger is like straight up spam yeah right. Um, but yeah i mean as built out of the out of the box i mean i think it's like 250 fps or something and it uses brass bushings on the prime so ultra smooth um Is it yeah
0: bronze, bronze oil light bushings right
3: so yeah yeah like... bronze oil light yep
2: wow from what i understand well i'll uh we i don't have forward. To... it's just well i'm sure adam will be for too long I'll, I'll look forward to uh <laughs> playing with that then it looks like a great blaster good stuff tom yep you... Tom, you had any I'm recent done. projects?
4: Uh been working on a lynx. Just waiting for the kit to come in now. Yeah, it's nothing. It's just a, it's just a lynx. I don't have any special kits on it yet, just because I want to give it a go without kits first.
2: Not a bad idea. I I built mine and played with it a little bit, and then added the um ender saves the day heavy shroud so it's got a, a thicker knuckle duster and the, the top and bottom shroud covering the front bars and i really like how the lines of it look but uh, sorry but
0: yeah that's your that's your project right now tom right
2: yeah and it's
4: just waiting for stuff to come in really haven't done a lot of nerf just because there's nothing to do yeah
2: now you went with some special colors right uh i've got it in the rainbow so rainbow what like what what color uh does, let me does find it, phase it. through
0: Oh yeah, uh, you know what I ordered today? While Tom looks for that, is I ordered a a set of sample filaments from Paramount 3D. Uh, they, I, I was uh, looking for a specific color, and I was really impressed by their selection. And I think uh, Jesse, you guys have had pretty good experience with experiences mm-hmm. with them before. In fact, I I looked at them because of Jackie's uh, opinion of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, we use a ton of Paramount. It has a very like kind of nice subdued colorway, you know. <laughs> Like like every color every filament company kinda of has their like palette that they have. And the Paramount palette is like kinda of dark and subdued. Like they've got a really nice like iron slash maroon red and like yeah. their blues are nice and deep and stuff. And the other cool thing is most of their colors they have an ABS too. So yeah, like I, if you find a color you like in PLA, you can probably find it in ABS.
2: I was just thinking about it. My my color so my F D L three, my Lynx and my regular spamf are like ninety percent paramount ABS. Because it's the McLaren orange and the uh, graphite gray. And then I splash in the Wizworks sky blue. It's a good color. I like your <laughs> I like the colors you got
3: going He splashes in the Wiz the Wizworks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's, Yeah, my links the is like ninety percent paramount filament. It's good's good stuff.
0: Yes, I, I ordered their sample, which I think has forty different colors. Ooh. Oh wow get yeah, I think you get a. Uh, Meters, or it adds up to about two kilograms of material, and it's it it was like forty-five bucks. But you get you get one of every PLA they make. Hmm. It was it's like about the it's a little little about the cost of kg. No, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to that. I've been trying to find a a red. I'm doing kind of a Mandalorian. Sorry, I jumped Tom. I'll tell you about that later. Tom,
3: great theme idea. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so it is
4: strong hero three D. Uh, strong hero three D. Rainbow multicolor. Oh
1: yeah. Strong hero. They've got a lot of rainbow stuff. rainbow is
4: nice. Of too.
2: It's kinda of like a matte rainbow. Uh-huh.
4: So it's not like super, super bright, but
2: I mean it's looks pretty. So. so I mean, does it run the entire gambit of the spectrum or is it is it focused on like greens and yellows and pinks? Um
4: or... it does go the entire like the entire spectrum. It's just it's all very like downplayed.
2: Gotcha. It's not Every like super roll is...
4: everything everything's more like a uh like a pastel.
1: Yeah, every roll is different too,
4: right? Yeah, every roll like has a different sequencing to it. Like I think this one that I just got starts with red and goes into purple pretty quickly. Yeah, Man, it's super pretty. I love the, I love printing with it.
0: They're very limited company in terms of what they even make. Yeah, they make this PLA or PETG in the US. You can get rainbow. They have a glow in the dark, a gold, and a marble. They have like uh, European elements as well, but.
1: That's... Is that the same company that has the rainbow glow-in-the-dark? Well, think so. They, that would be we, cool. We oh. just, one of the betas that we did, it was for Will. It was like a rainbow glow-in-the-dark. It was the coolest filament that I've seen in a long
2: Wait, time. Was that the one that Jackie Hydro dipped with right. uh, the red and, like, the almost, like, firework-type streaks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So it, it just, like, looks white, right, until it glows, and then it's, like, a color-changing glow. Oh, that's so that's wicked So cool. my bad,
0: I was lying. You're probably right. They do have lots of colors, so disregard what I said. They just have it sorted. Huh. Um, yeah. So they've got rainbow EX VX. They've got so they've got a nickel silver alloy rainbow, an, arse, an arsenic copper rainbow. I
1: mean. <laughs> That sounds dangerous. I don't think
4: that's a color you really want.
0: They call it arsenical, so I'm assuming it doesn't actually have real arsenic in it. The
2: question is, is it it food safe?
0: Is it it food safe? Hell no, it's not. It only
2: releases arsenic when you're printing. It's like the coffee filling.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so if you're not in the same room, you're fine.
2: It fills the room
1: with a slight odor of arsenic as it prints.
4: Uh,
0: Oh wow, they have a silver and blue color change rainbow thing going on, a purple and gold color change, a a black to white, oh my gosh, that's really cool.
4: I think my purple to pink is from them too, it's super, the purple to pink's really
2: nice too. Wow,
0: they have some cool stuff, the green glow, forge glow, blue, so yeah, they do have the color changing.
2: Apparently this episode brought to you by uh, Strong Hero 3D.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And never mind, moving along, so...
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Moving right along, but about <laughs> <da, da>,
2: <laughs>
0: you want to talk about anything
2: you're working uh, on? Uh, well, I mean, I already said that I added the um the Ender saves the day kit to my links. Um, I need to play around. Adam was kind enough to model up some caps to go on the thumb screws for the barrel because with Ender's shroud, it uses those thumb screws as anchor points on the top, um, and then they're. They're kind of sunk in at that point, so it's kind of hard to get purchase on them. So I'm gonna um, print off uh, these little nubs that Adam designed and super glue them onto the top of the shroud so that I have more to grab onto. So I don't have to take pliers every time I want to take the uh, shroud off. Other than that, I've been printing some more of my uh, Blitzheim mag holders in ABS because I had done my chest rig originally and then I kind of. Um, worked on other projects so my drop leg and my <laughs> my shoulder pauldron uh, are still pla uh holders
0: yeah so time to time to not worry about leaving your gear in the car in the summer
2: i'm almost there that and and if i can convince armor to to print me the um lotus stuff in asa or abs then everything on my loadout will be temperature safe
0: very cool. Well, I guess we can talk about just a quick thing. Um, I've been working on a, a couple, couple things um, right now. I'm, I'm printing the new OFD uh, scar design. Uh, oh,
2: I it. was working on that too. So there, yes. there's another project. But you, you talk about it. You tell us a little bit more. Since well, Adam... I'm not ready to talk about it until no? he's
0: ready to talk about it in detail. Right. Uh. So I'm just printing it right now. So no, so no feedback. It's a really cool design, though. Adam, have you talked about it already?
3: Uh, I don't know. I mentioned it in the other time or something the well, other time we recorded
0: well i think we should talk about it more in a future episode because you could talk about it yeah. at length but but it's um i'm printing out a test for the scar it's a cool thing he's that adam's done where he's trying to make like a scar with a bunch of different options so there's like a, a, a if you whatever you want the end of your blaster to look like he's going to give you an option so just a little it's a cool thing i'm, I'm printing out yeah. one right now to try
2: so the blast um, the blaster shop scar is quick change the OFD yes. scar is quick bling.
3: Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, it is quick flare. <laughs> it's bar- barrel flare. Yeah, you barrel. got
0: me, you got me thinking about mine, and and I like, I got excited today because I figured out a, a new way to, to make the to make my scar even smaller, but just as functional. Because one of these things about about scars is that you know your barrel. If you only have a little bit sticking out, sometimes it's hard to fit my scar on because it's so the diameter is larger than most. Got me thinking. Got me working. Was it? It's
3: not. It's not the size of the barrel, but I don't know. It, the, how, you how you use, use it?
2: it.
0: Something about girth.
2: Yeah. yeah, the blaster Shop scar has a great girth. I really Little love the look of yours, though. Like it. It. It very is inspired by the proximity barrel that was in the modulus it is, line. Yeah. And, which I loved that nerf attachment. So I love the it's way this one looks. Inspired by. It. And but, it,
0: it just feels great when you grip it and rip it. So. <laughs> 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 I, I mentioned it briefly. Um, I've been printing out. I have basically got it all done. The uh, JSPB Urban Ops, which we've talked about before. I'm doing that as a Mandalorian theme. Um, I just I have a, a roll of ASA that I need to spool up. And, and we haven't talked about it on here, but I, I built uh, built my nerf room. I did a whole bunch of stuff there and I'm moving the printer down there this weekend um, along with my, uh, my wife's old computer. So I'm going to have a little print station down there. Nice. And uh, and then I'll get the ASA running because I've never used it before, so I'm a little bit nervous about it just because it's new and I don't know anything about it. So, um, got to play with that. Get the last pieces printed out for that. And um, you know, I, I mean, I've talked about it with these guys. I've been I've been working on an AEG. I don't know forever. It's the project that never. Or an AEB as we. Yeah. Call
2: it hobby. Jesse, uh, have, I know you do the FDL flywheels in ABS. Have you played around with ASA at all?
1: No, I haven't. I think we have a roll of it, but I haven't tried it yet.
2: Everything I hear says that it's like the spiritual successor um, and like in all ways better than ABS. Less warping. Well, it's it's supposed to be easier to printing, less fumes. I think the big
1: thing is, is that it doesn't degrade in weather, right? Like you can leave it outside. So that's one yeah. of the big problems with ABS is if you leave it in the sun, it gets brittle. Uh,
0: just... I, I don't want to sound like I know something I don't. So sure, maybe.
3: No, I've, I've, heard, of, I've heard that too. I mean, just to think of any ABS parts, like injection-molded parts on cars and stuff, like when they get old, they get all ossified and brittle and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's a
2: good yeah. point. Now, I think uh, I might be placing an order to Prusa here uh, shortly, so I'll probably grab a roll of their Galaxy Black ASA and replace <clears> my black ABS parts on my FDL with a little bit of sparkle. We just gained Jackie, by the way.
1: Hey! hey,
0: Jackie. hey Jackie! Welcome!
2: No, hey, Jackie.
0: Well, we've all talked Dave, about... Dave, you were talking about that galaxy black asa i actually have a roll of it i have a roll of the galaxy black the uh the prusa galaxy black and i've got a paramount the iron red asa to try
2: i think that 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 iron red that's like jackie's favorite red it's one
5: of them (laughs)
2: because <laughs> you have so many, I it's do. Pretty yeah. on the spool. I saw
0: somebody. You know, Jackie. You probably know every filament maker that exists. Um, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I saw like a gold sparkle red. It was almost like an Iron Man filament. Really? I don't know. Yeah, I saw a picture of somebody using it, but I didn't. I, they didn't say where it was from or who made it. So I thought that was kind of cool. Didn't know where to get it. Hmm.
5: Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen that. Was it like a shiny, like a silk, or I mean, because no, like it was I, standard matte kind of PLA. Huh. Yeah. I I mean, there's, there's so many filament companies now and so many international filament companies. Like, I mean, there's like 3D Jake that you can get shipped in the U S but they like have like a a lot of filament colors and they're used a lot, I think in Canada or the UK. Um, but there's, there's a lot of companies that like have cool stuff, but I just don't want to pay the shipping. I mean, surprisingly, it's not expensive to ship from Crusa if you get like a couple rolls, but outside of that, like, I don't, and filamentum, but that's just, you know, like, I have to buy, like, 20 rolls. <laughs> but, yeah, make it worth. Yeah.
0: We were, before you got on, we were really strong hero, the color shift.
5: Oh, wait, like, is it silk or which,
4: like, which
0: one? They've got, they've got all. They have so many different colors.
4: They, they do a lot of rainbow.
5: Yeah, I've printed with a couple of rolls of their stuff, and I'd, I, I I really dig strong hero stuff, and I've only printed with, like, three or four of their rolls. But. What,
4: what blows my mind is usually with, like, stuff like that, I expect it to be really brittle. Or not brittle, but, like, not as strong as just a flat color. Mm-hmm. It's just as strong, if not stronger, than my other PLA.
5: Yeah, I mean, like, they, I haven't... I Yeah, I didn't notice any more. I mean, like, the, I use silk, so I, I wasn't looking to, like, break it. But I also didn't print blasters with it. I was yeah. printing, like, models and stuff. It's impressive. We, we, we printed all those little, I printed like, vases. luggage
1: tags for the kids at Zoe's school? Yes,
5: yes. That's what we yeah, used Yeah, we, we printed it for a lot of the SWAT team, like SWAT team stuff and then the Steam days.
1: Yeah, there was like these little little like luggage tag things, and the kids had like designed stuff to go on them and, um, and Tinkercad. Tinkercad. Yeah, and that was the best way to get like a, a different colored text or
5: picture or whatever from the background. It was yeah, like cool. Was, just
1: use rainbow <laughs> filament; it'll work the same.
5: Because we were printing like 12 them at a time, so yeah. by the time it went through all of it, because it was a it was a large enough print, but it was cool because like there was like nine designs that the kids chose from like 15. But, yeah, printing 2,000 of those was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awful. <laughs> it, it really wasn't, though, because it was fun, because I'd bring them to school, and the kids were, like, so excited to see all the other students in the school wearing their designs. It, like, it was very, like, awe-inspiring to them. And then, like, one of the students actually got a printer over the holidays last year, and like has a little person mini and he was it's like, it, it's really cool to see like the next generation of makers get inspired.
1: You're watching a 10 year old's face when you hand them like the thing that they designed in Tinkercad, like in physical form is amazing. Yeah. It's, really <laughs> it's like cool. the best face ever. My gosh, this is real. Yeah.
2: Um, Sebastian last year, last year or two years ago went to uh, it's called Starbase, um, which it's a science thing that, you can sign up for it. It's so like a two or three year waiting list or something. Um, but they did something like that where they, they I don't know if they designed anything though, because he came home with uh, um, a lunar lander and a uh, command uh, capsule that he had 3D printed. And he came home, he's like, Look, I 3D printed something. It's like, Cool. Uh-huh. You want to learn more? I'll show you how. Okay. <laughs> and then he's never shown any interest since. He will. Eventually. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so-
5: sometimes they don't like it. Like, I mean, like Zoe's friends, like the first time she'll have a sleepover, they come over and we print them like a bookmark or a thing for their room or something that like keychain that says their name. And some of them are like, Oh my gosh, I want more. And they'll tell us things. And other ones are like, eh, like Zoe's best, like best friend, Nora, she got something printed once and she's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some, sometimes people are interested and sometimes they just become so numb to it. Cause Nora's so used to seeing it at this point.
4: I don't understand how people like can't be interested in it. It's just like, Holy shit. You just, you just did what like you pay people like $20 to make. You pay like you print something that you would pay like 20, 30 bucks for, and it costs like what a nickel 15 cents. Yeah. Like, the markup for like 3D printed stuff is insane.
1: It's yeah, true. kids are weird. All, every kid is different.
5: Yeah. yeah, all
2: right. Well, we've talked about our recent projects. I know Jesse's had a r- huge recent project over the last few months, and it's the real reason that uh. Uh, they are joining us on the show today, so why don't you tell us about your your new baby?
1: Figured you guys would just talk about it, and I'm kind of like, yeah, <laughs> <nodding. laughs> I mean, yeah, we can totally do that. <laughs> well, no, we can... I, I mean, I'll I'll talk about it. So we um we recently designed the FDL Basic.
5: There's no mouse in your pocket. This is you. I didn't design it. You did. Okay, <laughs> getting
1: the pronouns right or whatever. Um, Jackie did all the work. We did it yeah no not at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i designed the the fdl basic it's kind of like um you know a real a real shrunken down version of i guess of what it would be like a combination of like an fdl 2 and 3 uh with elements like from pip from pip and pack too. um so the idea was like the fdl 3 was like the you know Uh, cool we got everything working let's like make a a cool polished version and it turned out to be this kind of semi-modular thing where you could have different noses and tails and all of this this different fancy stuff and it had all of the you know the fdl electronics and everything and the screen and stuff and um it's still super cool um but you know every once in a while i wonder like if you took the complexity of the three and you like chose one of the configurations. So like I typically, my FDL three is a, it's a short dart nose and an auto tail. Like that's kind of just what I run all the time. So I kind of stopped and thought like, cool, what if we just choose that one? And then we, you know, simplify everything kind of shrink some things down. Um, I had played around with like the little N20 motors long long time ago, actually. And actually I like, I have, I have prototype pieces from the three, the three was originally going to be an N20 motor pusher, but I kind of backed out on it at the last minute, partially because like I wanted a a nice hardy motor. Um, and also like we were coming off the FDL two at the time. So like I wanted to use the same pusher motor from the two. Um, so doing the basic was sort of like a, you know, let's try the N20 thing again. It's such a tiny little motor, um, you know, how small can we get it? And the really nice thing is, like, the motor is, is you know, in an FDL3, the pusher motor kind of hangs down, right? So the the basic, and this was the same way on the FDL2, the motor goes up. But that motor is so small that it eliminates that hump that was on the FDL2. Um, so it solved solved a lot of problems. And this, this magical thing happens when you start simplifying and shrinking things that, like, parts become... Uh, they become extra and they can be, you know, combined with other parts and stuff. I know there was a moment designing the basic that was like, uh, you know, the FDL-3 hat, you have your grip and then you have like the core, like the handle core that goes between the two scales. There's like a couple pieces there and there's like a mag release piece and all these little pieces on the basic. Like I had this moment where I was like, wow, we can just combine like five pieces together here. And because it's so small, it'll fit on the printer really nicely and everything.
5: It prints in less than a day.
1: Yeah, so it's like 15 or 16 pieces or something versus 30 pieces.
5: Oh, that's so great. I can literally.
1: How long did a three take to print?
5: A three Uh, um, is about 50 hours. I mean, depending on if it's like.
1: That's like like, our settings, right? We we print kind of slow and low.
5: Yeah, but I, I mean, on average, it's about 56 hours average between all the noses and tails.
1: So that, um, that
5: essentially
1: cuts the time in half. Yeah. 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 It's a little more than half, but it's, you know, it's...
5: It's it's, it's totally about real.
1: everything. Yeah. And you have... So I was talking about combining parts before. And the way the basic is, you know, on the three, you have, like, your magwell and your pieces for the cage in the front. And then you have all these pieces that make up, like, your, the yoke in the back. So on the basic, when you start shrinking stuff down, it's like, wow, all of that stuff combines together. So it actually... The whole thing kind of revolves around this like one big core piece um and that's like the one big print on the whole thing
5: yeah it's so like cool does, you print, that one it, yeah you print the,
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but you get that one piece out of the way and everything else just kind of falls together it's a really nice really nice print um let's see what else do we do so yeah everything's shrunk down the push is really small you know and like the the flywheels are horizontal Kind of went back to the FDL two style. Um, part of that was how the cage needed to print. Uh, it made a lot more sense to have them horizontal. Uh, and the other thing is too, if you if you do horizontal wheels, you can actually pull them in real close to the mag, which means you don't have to push the dart as far, which means your yoke can be smaller which means block can be smaller and block, you know, it's like this big chain reaction of when you start making stuff smaller and simplified, um, everything gets, gets real small and real nice and real simple. So that's kind of where we went and we simplified, um, you know, controls. Like if you look back to the FDL two, FDL two and the two plus, you had three controls. You had your speed knob, you had your rate of fire, and you had your burst selector. There was like one, two, three, and full. Um, so I kind of wanted to put the burst thing on the on the basic, but there's like the, the real estate to put knobs and switches and stuff on there ran out real quick. But I, I you know, I did want to keep it really simple. So it's just two knobs on there. It's speed and it's rate of fire, and it's full auto all the time. You know, and if you want to pick off one shot, you just turn your rate of fire down a little bit, and it's real easy to, to get one shots off. It has the same, um, the exact same spin up algorithms as the three does. So it's that same thing. Re- you know, it, it's like it's a set spin up time. It's not like the three where you have your screen and you can manipulate all of your spin ups and everything. It's a set spin up that like I landed on, on on like what I used on my three. Kind of just used it on there, and I kind of and made it as quick as I could where it wasn't affecting FPS of shots at all. Um, but it's the same algorithm. Like when you shoot. If you shoot again while the the flywheels are still running, uh, it's real snappy, you know, just like a three. Like a three, you can potentially just you know hit the trigger very fast, as fast as your finger can hit it, and it'll it'll fire off single shots. And the the basic does the same thing. So you know, a lot of it is kind of like the the presets are there. It's a it's a nice set of settings, very easily, you know, very easy settings. You pick it up, pull the trigger, and it fires. And that's really where we landed like the basic name we didn't go into this with it being called the basic it kind of just all fell into place and it was like wait this is really easy this is like something that somebody can pick up and literally just pull the trigger and it works they don't have to worry about a rev trigger they don't have to worry about any of the other stuff so
0: yeah i ended yeah. up not messing with mine very much at all I, I think most people they find a couple settings they like or one, and honestly i think probably one setting that they like yep. and they just leave it there Yep. I mean there there are people who are going to want to mess with it, and, and the FDL three might, might be for them. At least that's what yeah. it seems like. But but for ninety five percent of people out there, it, it seems like the basic is actually a, a better option. That's, mm-hmm. E- mm-hmm.
2: that's exactly what I was saying on the last episode. Was that you know I I have the ability to tune all that stuff in, and I pretty much just leave it at the HVZ settings that I tuned in for End War. Uh, last yeah. Year.
5: Mine are always at demo setting: one shot, two shot, three shot. Yeah. always <laughs> for so one week, or at like maker fairs or whatever, like here, take my blaster. This yeah. is what you do. Okay, so hit that button, hit that button. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, so that's an interesting thing too, right? Like we have done a bunch of maker fairs and three D printing mm.
5: conferences,
1: I guess you call them, right? And um,
5: conventions.
1: Conventions, yeah. And you know, we had brought. Like we have the old FDLZ or whatever, like that the the old Rebel Blaster that we did I'm up. The rapid brushless. red. Yeah, it was a rapid it's red. So it's
5: rapid red. That's awesome. And
1: we had that at a maker fair a while ago, and you'd hand that to a younger person. I'm gonna be very careful about saying handing brushless blasters to kids because, like, the basics super kid friendly, but like not made for kids. But
5: yeah, Zoe really likes it. She's a kid.
1: Yeah. Let's remember liability here and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so, like, you know, at Maker Faire's and stuff, you, you hand something like a Rapid Red to, to a younger person, or maybe somebody who, like, doesn't have really good dexterity in their hands, and it's almost a little difficult for them to fire. And I always noticed that, like, the, the FDL, even though the FDL-3 is, like, kind of bulky, like, it's really easy for people who don't know how to use a modded blaster to use. It, the, you know, it, it gets rid of the rev trigger and all of those things, so... You know, the basic fills that same role as of, like, you know, maybe you've had a flywheel blaster for a little while, maybe you got into the hobby, and you're kind of, I would say that you've played some wars, but I don't think any of us have bored much in the past year. But, um, you know, you get into a little bit, and you want something really nice, but something really easy to use, and that's kind of where the basic falls in. And it doesn't and, um, You know, I did some other stuff. Like, it, it uses all heat set inserts.
5: It's so cute. Yeah. It's it's just, it's it's a tight, it weighs under two pounds, which oh, yeah, I'm sorry, lightness. like it's with a battery, like something weighing under two pounds with a battery in it. And it, 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 to me, that's just great. And it's just, it's so adorable. And it packs really well in an MK2 box from Dark Zone, <laughs> yeah, you guys um, even with like an air bubble package in it. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed shipping uh-huh. out in those boxes.
1: With Dart Zone note boxes.
5: Oh, I just <laughs> oh, So
1: you've got speed loaders. You've got speed loaders for the basic?
5: Cool. Yeah. 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 If we did, they would be much better than those. Speed
1: loaders <laughs> and, like, kind of crappy, floppy, you know, holsters and stuff.
5: <laughs>
1: oh, oh I, anyway.
0: Did anybody from our group get one, by the way? Do you guys know um, anybody who has one?
1: A Mark II? Yeah, I, I mean. Adam has one, doesn't he? I, I just shipped a bunch
5: of them to Europe. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, we yeah, we had some that we shipped to Europe or that we that they wanted on box, so I got a chance to shoot like a couple shots through them.
3: I'm shooting one right now.
5: It's yeah. I heard. I it. wasn't that impressed for eighty dollars. I'm sorry, like it, it didn't strike me as really being worth eighty dollars, like accessories or not. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just but to each their own. I liked the box. Not gonna lie, I used that box to create dimensions for the basic boxes I ordered. Basic so.
1: <laughs> box.
0: I just, gave, I just gave them ten bucks today. In fact, so they got money from me today. So yeah, hey, that's so cool.
3: I oh, for I the adapter, a, I adapt Yeah, it?
0: I bought an adapter from them today. So they got they got some money from me. They're doing. They're getting that modder money. That sweet sweet modder money. Mm, tasty.
3: <laughs> I don't know why you can't buy half length bamboos though. Like just the half length ones. Agreed.
2: Not
0: sure, but it's a good question. Speaking about pro blasters, um, do you want to speak towards the performance and what power? You know what's actually powering? Hold, hold on, the uh, basic?
2: yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, did, did we yeah. get ahead of ourselves? Well, I, I, I you... wanted I wanted to go back on on one thing. So Jesse, you were talking about how like it's got the lines of the three, and you went back to the the flywheel cage uh, of the two, and mm-hmm. you know you brought what you did with um, the heat set inserts and the N20 pusher over from the Um, from the Pippin pack but if I remember correctly when I was down for the 3v3 you were showing me the boards for what would eventually become the Pippin pack now correct me if I'm wrong but didn't that really was the innovation that allowed the basic to get this small is that you have a single small board instead of the the sandwich that you have to build for the back end of the the three?
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: The the
1: cap, mid, lower, and upper. Yeah. Well, no, he's talking about, so the FDL3 has like three different PCBs
5: mm-hmm. in it,
1: and um, which makes a, a lot of sense when you have modular pieces that can kind of pull apart and stuff. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, the PIP has, if you look at a PIP, the PIP has like a single board on top of it. And everything plugs into that board. And even, like, the, the brushless motors, sort of like, solder directly to that board. Um, and that is how PIP got so small, was that everything was real tight and compact. And then this, uh, the basic is the same thing for the most part. Um, but there's even additional stuff. So, like, even the, the, like, the power switch on an FDL3 is like a loose power switch. The power switch on this one actually solders directly to the board. And that was, um, you know, that's a big deal both for keeping it small, um, but also for making, you know, our production lives a little bit easier. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if we're gonna officially like we had boards made and stuff for FDL threes. I don't necessarily know that we'll do that for this. Definitely not right off the bat. Um, but having everything on that one board means I just have like one jig that I put all of the parts in. And then put the board on top, and then solder it all in one one fell swoop. So it goes wicked fast. Um, but yeah, everything is on that one on that one board. That's why it's so nice and tight and small and compact up there.
2: So I mean, this this really is the culmination of you know everything FDL has innovated since its inception. Then. Yep. Which. Yeah,
1: it's taking things learned along the way. You know, I didn't necessarily like sit down and go, "I'm going to combine all the blasters together." It was more like. No, I have this kind of thing that I want to do. Let's pick, you know, things that we learn from each of them and kind of use that and, you know, refine them as I go and things like that. And you know, turn into the basic.
2: And it it works well. I mean, for our listeners who li- have uh, listened to our previous episode where we had Buff Daddy on talking about our uh, our playtesting wars, we thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, we really couldn't find anything bad to, to say about it. Other than Tom's short battery lead,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and I mean, your I mean, battery lead is a centimeter longer than than Tom's is, per his request. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! So, oh, uh,
4: like the short battery lead still worked. It's just it would have been nice to have been like slightly longer.
1: Yeah, and you know, there's still little tweaks we can make. That that's something that's super simple to change.
2: All right, I put pre- uh, I preempted Eric what in where he wanted to go with the conversation, so I apologize, Eric. Where were you oh, going? Oh, it's with
0: absolutely. Absolutely fine. No, it's you know just the exciting thing, and and I know I think we've talked about it before, but I, I want to hear all about performance and the powertrain that's driving this blaster. I mean, mm. you are you guys have done some pretty amazing stuff. Um, but I'll, I'll let you present your your powertrain however you'd like to.
1: Yeah, it's the same crux brushless motors that we had made that we have been using on threes.
5: And Pippin
1: packs. And Pippin packs. Yeah, they drive the blower on the and pack and the flywheels and everything. Um, so the motors are the same as the three. The flywheels are a little smaller. The flywheel geometry is a little different. Uh, it's not the typical. So like most of the brushless motors that uh, uh, flywheel blasters that exist out there, subscribe to you know this this. Full concavity geometry, where it creates this like circle around the dart. I actually noticed kind of earlier, on, like I, I, and that's what the three is, and that's what three always has been. And then the later versions of the two X were like that too. But I can think back. There was there was a video that Make Test Battle did like way early on in the FDL two days, and the guy that we built blasters for for Make Test Battle. At the last minute, he was like, hey, can you make it hit way harder than it does? So like I was like, oh, I was like oh,
2: man, I, come on. Man. I remember them talking <laughs> about getting several different uh, crush flywheels.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> what I did with theirs was the, so I was talking about the full concavity, it makes a circle, right? And actually what I had done with theirs was like, well, let's keep the radius of that circle the same and then just push that together to form like a, a more of a football shape. And I actually find that, that, like, works better than the Vulcan Cavity thing. And uh, kind of, it's an interesting thing, because I'll be frankly honest with everybody listening, I didn't think this thing was going to hit as hard as it does, but it hits. (laughs) Yeah,
5: like the first couple times he shot it, he was like, well...
1: Yeah. well that's like, like
5: that's a
1: three yeah <laughs> yeah because the initial designs of the basic were like I'm gonna toy around with this a little bit and then I'm like I shot it and it was like 170 175 I was like holy crap this is <laughs> this is kind of not is, what I expected yeah. but like cool let's roll with this um and that's really cool because it's it's they're slightly smaller flywheels than the fdl3 they're still a little bigger than like your your normal like, strife size wheels or whatever. Um, But, yeah, they still hit pretty hard. You know, you can still turn it down to less than 100 FPS or whatever. Um, So in terms of the rest of the drivetrain, you know, it's the same Scotch Yoke that I've kind of always used. I really like those. I'm not a big fan of solenoids in general. Um, But it's just really small and wee. And, again, like, the, the Scotch Yoke was something where, like, a couple pieces got combined and, you know, there was, like, a little bushing there before that you used to have to screw onto this, the, like, disc spinner piece, and now it just, like, prints on it. So cute. Yeah, it's,
5: it's so It's so little. Like, everything's just a littler version of, like, what it was before.
1: And it feels good. It's just, like, it weighs, weighs the right amount in the right places and things like that.
5: And the fact that it feels good in your hand but also feels good in mine and in Zoe's is huge yeah. because it, it, it hits the needs of multiple people, <laughs> and that's... That's really cool. And that's why it's so basic is because basically it works for everyone. Yeah. I I mean, there's, I think, (laughs) you know,
1: every, every person designing blasters in the community, really, we all kind of do the same thing. You know, you, you you pick your, you develop your like bag of tricks early on, and then you kind of shuffle them you do different things with the different tricks that you've learned and, at some point you have different goals for the designs that you do. And like the, the goal for the three was like this is the best, best flywheel blaster ever or whatever. You can do everything with it and you can change all sorts of stuff around. The basic was very, very much like, let's make this as small as freaking possible. So it's literally like everything was millimeter, you know, adjustments here and there to make things fit and stuff. And that was kind of, it was a fun design goal you know to, to shrink things down and
5: yeah, you cranked it out so quick too yeah
1: i'm very proud of the handle again <laughs> it's funny the fdl2 like had this really not comfortable handle and it's then the fdl3 cool. had this gloriously comfortable handle and i went back to having the battery in the handle and i was really concerned that it would go back to feeling like an fdl2 but i think it's a really good
5: you sold me on it. Like the first iteration that I saw the basic, I was like, Oh, what? Right. I just wasn't sold on it. I, yeah. I, I didn't understand where he was going with it. And until I actually saw it, like, cause you have to keep in mind, I see all the iterations and imprinted in random colors and they're never as pretty. And <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's just a Frankenstein of something. And then when I got like his finished and in front of me, I was like, Oh, now I understand where you're going with this.
2: Ding. Yep. It came together beautifully. It really did. Um, so what's next? I mean, so you're finishing up your beta test now. You've gotten your feedback from uh, your select core uh, yep. of people.
1: Yep. So we are currently waiting on another batch of Crux Motors. Um,
5: hopefully you know, shipping. Soon. Hopefully shipping very <laughs> soon.
1: And um, you know, those usually take a week, two weeks. Like who who knows how long shipping is going to take with the state of the world right now? <laughs> yeah. So
5: everything is kind of yeah. just like. Ah! it it says two days may take three weeks you know like
1: yeah so whenever those come in that that's like our big uh you know missing piece before we can start selling these we just
5: don't like to sell things without having the heart of it and not having the motors means that we can't build it
1: right yeah i mean we've used the motors for a long time it's not like we don't have motors here
5: but we don't Um, have enough yeah, we don't have enough, name.
1: and we're fulfilling three orders. You know, so we have to we have to get some more. Um, I already have a bunch of the other parts. I already have boards. I already have and twenty. Like I have all of the other pieces, and we actually were able to talk to the guys that make the Lotus holsters, uh, and we can get parts for that for this too.
2: That's so, that's awesome. I know that's uh, been something people have been asking for for a long time.
1: Yeah, so yeah, and I mean it's the perfect blaster for it too I think with it's it
5: being better. so light i feel so much better about this like the three yeah. it's fine being holstered magnets however you want to say it but yeah like the the basic is just it makes me feel better
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's on there you know yeah. like i'll put my three like in my holster at adl or whatever but it's mostly like i'm standing there with the megaphone and i'm like just holding my blaster. Mm-hmm. I don't really run around yeah,
2: with it. You're not running from a horde of zombies at full tilt.
1: Yeah. Right, right. And some people trust those magnets a little more. Um, I trust them. I think they do a great job. Like, I wouldn't have sold the FDL-3 with those magnets on there if I didn't trust it, you know. But the the basic, it, it just, it's meant to be on your side like that. Or slung. Yeah, or slung.
5: I mean, I'm all about the sling. Hell yeah. Life. it's cool so are you guys
0: planning uh to you, you're waiting on motors but but are mm-hmm. you planning on letting this this uh trickle out or are you gonna try and make a make a push to get information out there or how do you do you guys have an idea about how you want to approach that
1: uh i think we're still trying to figure that out that's the kind of decision that we make in like the week before we roll oh, it no, out no
5: that's <laughs> that's the decision that he like wakes up and he's like you know let, let's go ahead and like let's just release the basic <laughs> Like he he, okay, so Jesse has this thing called Sunday morning Interneting <laughs> and 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 sometimes it's a positive thing, and sometimes it's a forty year old on the internet thing, yeah. <laughs> but most it's like honestly, it's just we've got a lot of personal spinning plates going on right now, like we put new floors down, and those are like. 95% done. Yeah, well, I'm back and, like, at work full time, Yeah, and, too, exactly. and that's and, a big thing. And he's working from home this week, yeah. and the kids are at home because school is virtual this week because, you know, like, COVID's exploding, and yeah. it, we we need to take pictures and create descriptions and put it on our social media, and... Um,
1: there's a lot to get yeah, to. It, it's, I, it's, I do think <laughs> we're going to probably slow roll it out. You know, I, I, I mentioned to her the other day, like, it'd be... I like how the link, you know how the lynxes roll out. Like he does Tell little me. Yeah, he does like little little drops every week. I think that may be a good solution for us. I just can't I can't build a time. I don't have the same time that I used to. Like I have this new full time job and I really like it like a lot. Like this wasn't just like i I'm working at the grocery store packing bags type thing. This is like a legit job that I like really want to put. Not that
5: bagging groceries is a bad job. That's not what I meant. I know, but just saying that, like, that's I not. Good. It is. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you, you,
0: you, have a full, you have a fulfilling job that. You yeah. Exactly. Have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you're like, like, you know, I want to keep mental attention on that as well as be able to get blasters done. You have stuff, something that so.
2: stimulates your uh, skill set. Yes. <laughs> yeah, these
0: jokers were doing their best to distract me today.
2: Yeah. <laughs> By just existing, we distract you, Eric.
0: Bad. Bad. So
2: he, here's something I, I I think I probably know the answer, but are you still going to offer the three um, once the basic is fully released?
1: That's um. It's a really good question. It's a good question. So uh, it, to be honest, we only have a limited number of sets of boards and stuff for the three. Um, so there is a decision to be made there, like whether we want to get more boards and continue to carry the three. Or to kind of uh, let it let it kind of fizzle.
5: Well, it's it's not fizzling. The thing is, is that in order for us to order boards, it's not that we can just go hurdy dir, Let's go order twenty-five boards. <laughs> yeah, we have to get
0: hurdy
5: hurdy dir, We have to order two hundred to five hundred boards. So Man. then that in a, that investment is not just one board. That's three kinds of boards. So then we're ordering two hundred individual. boards three sets of boards. So right there, we're looking at a couple thousand dollars of investment. and Plus the what,
1: motors. And- plus the
5: motors to match it, plus the pusher motors to match it, plus the screens to match it. And all of a sudden, these boards that we're getting to fulfill for people that are doing scratch builds or piecemealing builds together. And, and I like providing these kind of things to people, but <clears throat> it's really tough because at the end of the day, the time spent packaging up a board in two or two and shipping it out, is almost a break even kind of situation for us which i don't mind providing the service but at the same time the demand is slowing down enough that i don't know if it's a wise business decision on our part to do so
1: no i think there's still demand <clears throat> for the 3 i don't i don't discount that no but it's at the same um, time
5: it's it, for that much of an investment for
1: us yeah it's it's not like a, I can just build one at a, i mean i could right i could build I could go back to soldering boards for the three and stuff like, but, but yeah, yeah, exactly. So, That's well, and and trust stuff. me, y'all.
5: Like, <clears throat> we got a, a Roomba for upstairs, and my life has been made so much easier. Him not having to solder boards has made his life so much easier. We're right. not backtracking in that regard as far as like quality of life. And, well, that was and the I deal we made when yeah. I went
1: back to work too. Was that you were it was gonna like, hey, I'm, do I'm do going to go back it, to work, and the only way that we can really continue FDL is if I'm not soldering every damn board. Now I say that as we're about to embark on me soldering
2: every damn
5: no, board. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no,
2: <laughs> so, so, and if you don't want to go down this train I'm of thought, something right? what? Well, so I, I was going to ask, and I, if you don't want to go down this train of thought yet, um, that's fine. But could you retrofit the PIP or basic boards, uh, FDL to, Basic Pro to do what you do with the three. Oh, FDL
1: One Basic, uh, it ah. won't fit as is. Uh, I don't know, I don't know how that would work out.
2: You can call it the FDL 3X. <laughs> <laughs> oh
5: man, <clears throat> I mean, we it's 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 one of those things that like we've we've sat and talked about what we're going to do. And the basic just meets so many needs that we really do feel that the basic is going to be a lot of what people want. And if people want threes, like it's not that we don't have the boards for it. It's just, you know, like in six months, probably not, you know, like we're probably not going to have the inventory for it, but.
1: Or it may be a type of thing where like you could order a uh, whole built plaster, but, but maybe, not a bundle yeah. anymore. Yeah. That's the thing with the bundles. Like, Man, I love seeing other people print print my designs. And, it, like, printers are all so good nowadays. Like, it doesn't take much to print stuff out anymore. Um, but, yeah, when it comes to, like, inventory of parts and stuff, like, having, like, hardware kits churns through stuff so fast. Yeah. So.
5: And we still have to make wires. And we, like, and we still have to, for a bundle not only make all the wires and inventory all of the individual screws and package that up and bundle all those things and wrap the boards, he has to test the boards and the motors have to be tested. Then they have to be programmed. Then they have to be soldered onto a board. There's- it's not just, we put things into a box. It's a two and a half hour process to get it together, to put it into a box to ship out. Yeah. And it's,
0: in, in, in turn.
5: Well, yeah, I mean, but we don't had- trust anyone to do it as well as him. Yeah. Cause that's the thing is it's such a, in it's such a detailed process that he does it best. There's a reason why I don't even do it because he does it best. I'm a little bit anal, but But there's a reason why it turns out the way it does. Yeah.
2: So So that leads me to my next question is I, I know last time I had asked you about this, you hadn't come to a final decision. Are you going to offer the basic as a bundle or is it going to be full blasters only?
1: No, I think we're going to do full blasters. only. We, um, you know, this is a the 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 open source thing is something that we have tried every angle of at this point. <laughs> I mean, we've had we've had
5: completely open source, completely
1: open source. We've had like the FTL one was like kind of sort of open source where it was like STLs, and the original two was like that, and then I put more files in.
5: You but know, then we had a 2v where those weren't open source because it was his project and then everyone hated us for it for a long time because we weren't totally open source. But then, you know, like we gave the threes, but three was like trickled out because we wanted the files to be right and people well, were still mad the about three was that. was not
1: open source too. And that no, but the like, three wasn't
5: open source because we were still perfecting the files. Yeah. But then people still were mad at us for that. Like that's the thing is, is damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. You know, so...
1: I mean, it's not so much that. it's <laughs> It's open sourcing... It's a lot of work. It's a lot so... of work, you know. And I know that there are very strong voices in the community that are like, "You have to open source everything, or you just don't even exist." And you that's know, okay and too. it's like you can sit on it and spin. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like cool. Oh, then I'm not going to exist. Whatever, you know. Like, the,
5: but there's you have plenty to, of other creators that never have open sourced a single thing that they've created, and no one says a word. Yeah. So it's okay.
1: I mean, it's not about you know. No,
5: it, but it's but it's again, okay. Like it's no just, matter what, like it's okay that we're not open sourcing this one.
1: Yeah. No, and I think you know the the basic name doesn't just mean the blaster is basic. Like we're literally trying to quote unquote basicize every aspect of this blaster. So um, you know, not open sourcing is kind of another leg of that where. Like, you know, open sourcing, you have to have detailed schematics of your boards, um, Eagle files in case somebody wants to have the board made, STLs, step files, documentation, um, you know, build guides, like all of these things. And the people that say that everything needs to be open source need to go through this process of having to do all of that stuff because it is a ton of work. And again, as much as I love to watch people print my designs in whatever color they want and stuff, like I want sometimes to just like make you a good blaster, you know. And I think that that is a little bit of the spirit of Project FDL that has been a little bit maybe lost over time. Is like when I first got into this, it was it was you know we had the Kickstarter and it was like I'm going to do a Kickstarter and we're going to have 20 printers and we're going to make these bomb blasters for everybody and that that was kind of like the thing right and then it got into cool we're gonna have these open source designs we're gonna have bundles and people can print them and we're gonna support them when people buy the bundles and stuff like no this time around i just want to make you like our dope blaster and uh, we're pretty qualified to do that like we make really good blasters The print quality is really good and like i just want to do that for people this time around, and if I can focus more on just doing that and not having to deal with all of the open source stuff, I think that's going to make our lives easier and those blasters even better too.
2: I no argument here. Yep. Yeah, that
0: sounds good, and that that kind of leads nicely into um, the point that I, I'm sure many of the audience wants to know, but I'm not sure you're ready to talk about. So mm-hmm. feel free feel free to say you're not ready to to discuss this yet. But everybody wants to know about price. You know, it's called it's called basic. So does that mean it's going to be less expensive yeah. than current offering. Or how does that land on your
2: spectrum?
1: Yeah, I mean we're we have aimed a, like roughly around $300, which is, you know, $100 cheaper than a, like a base 3. Um, you know, it's still brushless motors and it's still an Arduino and everything in there so you know, not going to be able to make a $100 at 170 FPS brushless blast like it's just not going to happen. Um but yeah, we're we're aiming around 300. It might be Plus or minus like a little bit, you know. We gotta have to do like all our little fine-tuned spreadsheets and make sure that we're we're doing.
5: And we're also the right still waiting for our for... motors to be shipped right now because yeah. honestly, like import duties are varying every single yeah. time something gets shipped in. Yeah. So I mean, like that it, that does affect pricing. Yeah. I mean, like
1: it has, so it's, it, yeah. it's it's a little cheaper.
5: But around three hundred is a really good estimate. Yeah.
1: It's still a, a
0: fully featured single trigger, you know, computer controlled, high performance brushless blaster. The end all, the end all be all for your for most of your nerfing type of uh, adventures that you're going to have.
5: Yep, yep. Damn fine colors too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, are
0: you going to offer? Are you going to offer hydro dipping?
5: <laughs> yes, but um, but as far as dipping is concerned, um, because of the way that this prints, um, is like a in pictures you guys don't have them like apart, but there's the shell upper which is literally the entire top part of the blaster and then the magwell is actually part of the bottom part of the blaster so it's very difficult to really be able to do it clearly without having to tape a bunch of stuff off um side panels can totally do the little mag caps and the barrel cap and like the grip and there's parts that can be done but it's not going to be Solid large pieces like you could with a three or a two. Even um, that being said, it, it, there's I, one of the beta testers had a dipped one and it turned out beautifully. And he's one that tends to dip a lot of his blasters, and he was really happy with just the side panels and the little details on things. So we
2: were um, we were talking about that blaster um, earlier before you uh, were able to join us. Uh, the with the glow and the dark rainbow filament.
5: Oh my gosh, yeah, of course, another filament I got for myself and I used for a friend. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, I, I I never get to have the nice things for myself. Yeah. It's okay, though. I'll, I'll print up, one of the links is, is going to get printed in that eventually. Look at this
1: cool Nebula filament. Oh God, and then everybody, <laughs> everybody used it, yeah.
5: <laughs> That's my own damn fault. I should have yeah. never shared that with anybody.
2: <laughs> <coughs> it's gorgeous, though. It, I agree. It
5: just everyone was like, "Look, I use Nebula." <laughs> it's like,
2: <laughs> oh, Nebula. Yeah,
4: I, I, I was really happy because I'm just like, "Oh great, I've got this rainbow filament." You're like, "I'm gonna print a rainbow links." No one else has done that. Oh hmm. shit! Everyone else has
2: done it now. I
5: think yeah. it's like
2: five linkses in, in Nebula. I
5: the know. worst part.
4: The worst part is I printed my rainbow one before anyone else had. I just didn't have a kit, so it's been sitting it down there in a box for like a month and a half. And that Aww. time, everyone else has made a rainbow links, and I'm just like. I was ahead of the curb, but behind it.
5: <laughs> nah, I'm
4: sorry. We no, know. it's my own fault for not ordering it sooner. Yeah, we know, though. Shut up, Tim. I'll fight you. I know where you live. I was supporting right. you. I said we know. Oh, never mind. I won't fight you. I'll still fight you, probably. But <laughs> I'll fight you on the For a different reason. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to fight a lot of people here in the next year.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: I think you've said that to more people than you should
4: definitely probably Definitely, Ben. I'm definitely fighting Ben. Ben <laughs> Anderson? Yeah. Always. Oh always. I don't remember why, but I said I would fight him, so I have to I have to own up to it. I think it was just we were, were supposed to show like up on the floor at...
2: We, no, I think we were just we were supposed to show up on the floor at uh, FoamCon and just, like, have a duel. Like, uh, yeah, bro- we're like going to have an all-out brawl. That's what it was. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I think what, that what, pretty much wraps up our basic chat, unless anybody has anything else they wanted to ask. Or... Would you
5: say it basically wraps it up? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mom joke.
0: We got a drum.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome. I'm surprised you guys don't have like a soundboard. We should. Yeah, how do we, we get? We, we, we've talked actually... about doing a soundboard several times. Dude, they're expensive, aren't they? Well, I could do a virtual one, probably.
5: Just
2: get a keyboard. Yeah, just get
1: like an old nineteen eighties Casio keyboard. Put some fart sounds on it. Get burr, burr. No, no, we're only going to have a slide whistle, but none of us know how to use it. You <laughs> just need a basic version of it. It'll be easy to use. Basic, basic, basic jokes.
4: <laughs> Basically.
1: <laughs> well,
0: we really appreciate your t- yeah. Um. That was yeah, that was did. awesome. It was it was good. I mean, I I know I've I've heard about this the basic a little bit beforehand too, and what these guys have said, but it was extra special to hear your insight on the development. So thank cool. you guys so much for your time.
2: Always a pleasure um, yeah, to have you guys
0: on. on. Yeah, does uh, wrap
4: it up and do some shout-outs real quick.
0: Yeah, let's do that.
4: Not it. <laughs> get dunked on, kids.
2: Uh, I'll shout oh. out Chills.
4: Oh
3: damn it. <laughs>
2: Um, I was debating
0: was if we should mention that or not, but
2: yeah. I, I know Chills has, has had some stuff going on recently, so I'll shout him out for uh, just being a cool human being in the hobby. Hope uh, hope you're doing better soon. Uh, we hope
0: that you can find you. that you can find the positive aspects of the hobby and not be you know not be further affected by those who would <laughs> uh, serve serve themselves by being negative.
2: We hope the hobby brings you joy again soon. We miss
4: you.
0: All right, and there. thanks to our patreons yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. We, got, we got agent oaken here
0: yeah. yeah we got a good name we got a you guys voted on a name for the hard drive oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so always enjoy interacting with you guys you know when we get it in get things in there i know adam's been uh been uh bribing our bribing our patreons with early files and, and free files for some of his designs so that's been i think that's been fun yeah. um you know, trying, trying to make it worthwhile and, and hope that you... We really appreciate you guys supporting us and help. We had to pay a big bill for hosting uh, recently. Yes. So the, the ho- there was a big there was a, a fairly expensive bill for our hosting service to be able to even have this podcast. And get a hard drive because it takes so much space to store all the files for these. Um, these files are fairly large. So but in getting the... You guys the, uh, helped us cover that.
2: Yeah. In getting the extra storage space, we now also have all of our uh, archive, all of our old episodes... Um, Back from when Eric edited and and even when Connor edited, we have those um, backed up as well now, too. So if if something ever happens, we still have the archival, uh, not footage... What's the right word for that?
0: Archival right. recordings. Long yes. tapes. They can they can be re-edited. You know, we can pull out, you know, that we have the raw files as opposed to just what's, you know, out there in the hosting services. Yeah, but that's what the Patreon money's gone to. Um, paying hosting fees for the audio content and paying for storage services. So thank you guys for that thank you for continuing to support us and allow us to do what we love to do.
1: I'll shout you guys out and not only you guys, but everybody that uh that did our, our guinea pig, I, I mean, beta test for us. <laughs> <We> <laughs> it was really cool. I liked being able to do that. We had, we've kind of like sort of YOLO released stuff in the past. It was really nice this time around to be able to like, hey, you guys are all cool, close friends that we think are good people. Why don't you help us out? You know, break the thing, we, but
2: we, don't break it. You enough information out of it. And Tom tried to break it. Like, I think he actively. Oh, tried. yeah.
4: I, I genuinely <laughs>
2: did try to break it. If well, you didn't, did it
4: so it passed 20. the test. Did you in, use in it my as mind, a hammer? I asking, you know, I'm just like, what would some dumb 12-year-old do?
0: Did you hammer a nail into a board with it?
4: Should I try <laughs> that? Anything's a
2: hammer. No, please don't.
0: I, I don't know if it's a real Nerf blaster if you can't hammer a nail into a board with it. Cries Can you in the, the normal
3: startup sequence. Ah. <laughs> uh.
0: Oh, and that's the sound of the uh, OFD scar finishing. Yep, just finished. Nice. Fancy. Meet <clears throat> nice. Well, I think I'm gonna head off and take care of that. Um, take care of that. I'm gonna assemble it. I'm gonna go uh, put that together and hang out with some family time. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, if you guys have any last-minute things, speak now or forever hold your peace.
3: I'm good. We'll catch. I'm you. good. That was a great. Great episode. Yeah,
2: we'll catch that's you guys awesome. on yeah. the next episode.
3: Free stuff.
0: welcome to extra special episode of Detroit Dart Talk where we are bringing you the finest foam flinging news and if you say something that we don't like we're going to O and I bully you Tom will Tom will bully you <laughs> but oh, uh, yeah. today <laughs> today we uh, we actually have a full crew everybody's here Plus uh, one. go ahead and introduce yourself let's uh let's start at the top Adam take it away
3: It's Adam Yay
0: got Eric right here
3: I'm here I guess
2: and Tim And our special guest today... God, we suck. We should get it together, guys. Sorry, sorry,
1: Eric.
2: (laughs) I I apologize for nothing. I saw an opening, I went for it, I whiffed. (laughs) Respect. I
0: can do that. Let's let's do it again. Let's record one more. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Detroit (laughs) Dark Talk, where...